What are your top three priorities in your life right now? Let's dive deep and make sure your core values, priorities, and habits are all in alignment with them. Broadcasting from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio at the Gas South Convention Center in Duluth, Georgia, it's time to design your life on Status Life with Lita. Status Life with Lita is presented by Derek Hayes Law at 404-777-HURT. And by Five Strands Affordable Testing. Invest in your health at fivestrands.com. Good morning, everyone. We're coming to you live, not only here in the studio, but also on Instagram. I see we already have people watching, so that's exciting. We so hope you enjoy. I'm going to interject. So we started at the top of season five. We went live for the last podcast, and I had fantastic feedback. I had a lot of uh, listeners send DMs, and I had someone uh, saw me in person, and they said, please do the video. That's I, I'm not a podcaster. I'm more visual, and I like the video component, so we're going to keep up with this. Uh, we're here at the Business Radio X studio taping our show, and we're also live on Instagram. So if you hear the pause, I can see many more of you have logged on. Uh, there is the radio component to the podcast, that uh, the intro. I Correct. Say. Yeah. So there'll also be commercials that'll be playing as well. I don't think you'll be able to hear it on Instagram, but stay with us. You'll hear the podcast with the exception of those few things. You guys get to see the behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> exactly. And one of the listeners said, I love you guys write notes, notes to each other and pass it back and forth. Yes, we are communicating. There is the way that you talk on air. Uh, and if I have something I want him to lead me to, or anyway, it's radio talk. We learned all this, right? <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. So today we're talking about priorities. Uh, we're going to dive deep into that, as we said in the intro. But I want to say this before we go to that. Coming up in a week, a little over a week, mm -hmm. somebody's going to be jumping on a plane for 24 hours, 28 hours to fly to Africa, yeah. to Kenya, to summit Mount Kilimanjaro. That's right. As part of the kidney donor athletes, and that would be... You, Lita Brooks Hayes. Well, of course it is. I didn't know what you were asking me. Yes, yes. So uh, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I had a crazy journey where kidney donor athletes, I was selected to be a part of the one kidney climb. In December, I went to Guatemala and summited three volcanoes in four days. It was absolutely an incredible journey. Oh, the adventure, the other kidney donor athletes, the connection, the difficulty, the culture, I cannot say enough about that trip and what it meant to my life. And I hope it's life-changing for someone else. We are spreading awareness about living kidney donation and that you can live perfectly healthy on one kidney. Uh, an email came across my desk in January, late January, and someone, unfortunately for them, on the Kilimanjaro team was injured and they had an open spot. And if you're also listening, you know this is my year of yes. I have to say yes to anything that organically comes across me as a question, as a something I need to do. It has to hit on one of my five value words, which we will dive into. And adventure is one of my words, adventure and meaningful work. And doing this Kilimanjaro expedition, it is, I'm certain gonna be life-changing. I check, I, we were looking at something on the internet right before the show, and it popped up that I check in for Africa in seven days, and that makes it very real. So ooh, about this next time next week, I'll be checking in, and in one more day after that, I will be on a flight for over 24 hours to arrive in Tanzania. So it's basically two days to travel to get there to Kenya, 
And then the trek itself up Kilimanjaro is six days, I believe. Six days to summit. We will be summiting on World Kidney Day, which, which is, is very significant. Is amazing yeah. to take a bunch of kidney donors to the top of Kilimanjaro on World Kidney Day. Yes. And then it's two days to actually two solid come down, down from yes. Kilimanjaro. So it's an eight-day hike, uh, eight days in a tent, eight nights in a tent, <laughs> eight days without a shower. Yeah. This will be the longest I've ever gone without a shower in my whole life. And I will say this, as long as she can, during the time there is self-service, she'll be uh, putting things on Instagram, I'm sure, to keep everybody up to date as to the trek itself and things that, that obviously are uh, she's enjoying and, and realizing during the time she's doing the, the trek, the hike. But there will be a point where cell coverage will unfortunately not be available. Correct. And so. I so status life with Lita, if you're here on Instagram, clearly we're already connected. If you know someone in the kidney journey, needs a kidney, interested in kidney donation, please forward them to my social. I'm just doing so much awareness about this and also kidneydonorathletes.org and the Kidney Donor Athletes Instagram site. I've been appointed to handle all the social media during the trek for kidney donor athletes. So between status and kidney donor athletes, um, I'll be putting out as much content as I can, like Derek said, until we lose cell service. And then once we get back in, uh, probably in Tanzania, uh, I'll come back to you. So there'll be a few days of a lull, I've <laughs> been told. Uh, there's not Wi-Fi or cell coverage where we're going, but it's okay. That's all part of it. And that's probably during the snow part of the hiking, because there is a significant part of the, the trek that will be snow. Yes. They got snowed on last year. A, a, exactly. a team, a KDA team, did this last year, last March, and it was actively snowing as they were hiking. So that's all part of it. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm a little more on this one than Guatemala. I don't know why. Maybe because I know more about the trek. I like to do things without knowing. I, I don't like I don't really go anywhere with any anticipation. And we just did California. <laughs> without, we we went to itinerary. California. We went to Laguna Beach. We didn't even know where we were staying. We didn't have a <laughs> rental car. We had nothing planned. Well, and we, we had actually, the best time. We booked the rental car at the airport before we got on the we plane did. together. Mm -hmm. so. And we booked where we were going to stay. Right. I mean, we just, Derek and I can travel like this. I'm certain maybe I have a lot of friends that will say, no, 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 no. I have to know, I have to plan, I'm in controlling or my anxiety, that would drive me crazy. We are the same in that regard. Both of us can fly by the seat of our pants. And I like the excitement in that. But I also, going. you can't go to Kilimanjaro like that. And one of the KDAs, right. our vice president, Chris, he's been on the show. He really scolded me. He said, Lita, this is not Guatemala. Guatemala was challenging. It was amazing. And I didn't know anything about it. I literally packed exactly what was... On the sheet. On the sheet. Yeah. I didn't even pack enough clothes. I didn't realize we would have free time. It's not on the sheet. I brought all the climbing gear. So I had to go into the city of Guatemala and buy some clothing because I didn't even have enough. But that's my point. I'm Tell me what to do. Tell me what to bring. I'm not a planner. Just give me the list, and I will show up in this country and give it my all. And I did. But, but this one's different. This one is a lot of planning, a lot of research. I need to start packing tonight, which is a week in advance, which is yes. not like me at all. Derek and I will pack an hour before a flight and like race to an airplane. Right. We'll go to bed so. at two in the morning to get up at four to go to, a, to catch a flight. So. I don't know. Okay. So anyways, we have a fantastic show, yes. but we had to lead in with that because it's this huge adventure for me that's right on the horizon. Um, anyway, thank you for listening and, and being on this kidney donor athlete journey with me. Well, to begin the show, we talked about picking your top three priorities in your life right now. 
So I'm going to go to you to okay. talk about that, the, the top three priorities. All right. If you're listening, if you're in traffic, if you're cleaning the house, if you're on a treadmill, if you're walking, whatever it is that you're doing, and you probably consistently do, which is when you listen to your podcasts, I'm going to pose a question and I want you to take a second to think about this, really deeply think about this. What are the top three priorities in your life right now? Okay. So we're going to talk through some examples, but if you are even at your desk and you have the opportunity to write these down, please write these down. I want these at the forefront as we go through this podcast, okay? Um, Family. Is family one of your priorities? Yeah. uh, When you talk about family, you talk about aging parents. That's another issue. That's one for me. That's a a Mm -hmm. big concern for me. What about your kids? Priority? Big, right. big, yeah, that's usually one for, for a parent. And with kids, things like school, uh, sports, uh, bullying, whether your kid's the victim mm-hmm. or, unfortunately, one of the bullies, things like that related pets. to the kids. Yeah, we, you know, pets can be a huge priority. We just adopted a beautiful lab, and it's a daily. Who's letting him out? Who's feeding him? Is he going to be alone too long? Who's walked him? He needs to go for a walk. He's just chewed up something. (laughs) Okay. And then we had an elderly dog and she was a different priority. Who's watching her? She has to go out too much. She's aging. When is the right decision to put her down? Very stressful. But at that time in our life, she was a huge priority. Sure, sure. Um, Okay. So we got to go into money. Well, that's a big priority. Career is a huge priority for, for most everybody, at least in a certain stage in life whether you're climbing that corporate ladder or whether you're at the point where you're trying to decide when it's time to hang it up and, and retire or early on, right out of college, deciding what uh, avenue you want to take for your career. And what if you're an entrepreneur and your priority is is climbing the ladder, but you have a whole different stress on you sure. if it's yours. We've, you know, you guys have gone through the status journey with me and the priorities that came with that. We're going to dig a lot deeper into that today on the show. So we're giving you all these different bullet points to really get you to hone in on, okay, maybe you came up with your top three really fast, but then you said, well, shoot, I'm in debt or my income's not where I want it to be or my health isn't good. So maybe, you know, again, talking through some of the examples I hope you have all three right now as we dig into this. And once you've determined what those three priorities are, the next step that I want you to, to kind of guide us through is, is how does that apply to your life and whether it's your values, your habits, those kind of things. Okay. We did a show. Was it the last show? Or About was it values? the end? When was my value show? Producer two shows Mike ago. is here. Two, that's what I thought. I thought there two was a show ago. in between. Mm-hmm. Okay. So on the show, we did a huge deep dive. I always say that I love the deep dive, right? (laughs) We're just digging in deep. And we talked a lot. We did the values exercise and we we read all the value words and you had to to really write down, which was, I think we did top five Mm -hmm. at that point. Um, I gave a talk in January and I took top five, same, same exercise that I did on the podcast and I narrowed it down. So top five would be your personal values. And then from the top five, what are your top three? And the top three were going to translate into your business values. And from the business values, we wrote the, or should have, I, it was the guidance to, you need to write your business mission statement based on your three business values. So this is an entire process that we've gone through. Mm-hmm. So where this is going to pick up today is, all right, so we have all of our values. We've done all that work. And if you haven't, go back two shows ago and do the values work. 
There's nothing more important, there's nothing more substantial to yourself than your core values. To me, that leads everything. But we're going to talk about my personal story, make Derek interject some of his personal story, if he will, uh, specific to how my priorities, which is step number two, my priorities got out of whack, which unfortunately threw my values it's not that they got thrown out of whack. That's not really the right way to say it. It pulled you in a different direction. It pulled me away from my core values, and it took me to strip everything away. Both retail stores are gone. I'm not doing interior design anymore. That's all part of the journey, and it took me to come through business burnout and start putting it all back together to realize just how skewed my priorities were at that time. So I want you to have all three of yours at the forefront, and we're going to go through and really break all this down. So you can realize, okay, these are my values and these are my priorities. Are they aligned? Aligned? Yeah. Are they all meshed together beautifully? And then we're not going to lose habits because habits are the daily things that we do that set the priorities that lead the values. It's this big chain and you got to make sure that they're all in a line. The biggest question I get as a lifestyle podcaster is, how do you have balance? How do you find balance? How many times have we talked about that on the show? Oh, and I've even said there's no balance. That's the thing. It's this big fake thing that's out there. But it's not. It doesn't have to be. If everything is aligned, it doesn't mean one day is or isn't going to go out of whack. But if you truly align your habits with your priorities, with your values, that is where you will find the, the best balance for yourself. Sure. Well, you gave me the definitions of those three words. Yes. So you want me to go ahead and read through the definitions of each one of those? Start with values because I'm saying that that is at the top. Okay. I'm trying to, to, to say you've got your values. Again, go do the value work if you haven't done it yet. Okay. A value is a fundamental belief that guides your attitudes, choices, and actions in all respects. Yeah. That like exclamation point, <laughs> right? Fundamental belief that guides mm -hmm. your attitudes, choices, and actions. It guides. It guides all your choices, everything. And the list that, of values. I just can't say that. Like that's it. That's who you are in a nutshell. That's your decisions. That list of values you went through in the podcast was extensive. Oh yeah, there was over fifty words. Yeah, easily that you could yes. choose from to make your top five. And the reality is, we all have two or three that are very obvious. Oh yeah, that's that's a tremendous value in my life whether it's faith or your health or your children, your marriage. Um, but then there were some that you kept thinking, well, yeah, well, I, I need to incorporate that more. Um, so that's definitely the, the focus for values. As far as the priority or habits, do you want to, which definition next? Pause for a second before we dive in, because priorities is where we're going today with all this. Do you remember the core values that you chose from the podcast? I had faith, number one. Actually, I have that page here with me. Okay, I, I'll do mine. You look for the page. Okay. So definitely at the forefront. Again, I've re completely reshaped my life. I've done this work. I've been speaking about it. I've had speaking engagements every month, and I'm here with you guys doing all this. Mine are, number one, well, I, I can't number them. I'm saying number one because that's the way my brain works, but there's no value that's more important than the other to me. Uh, so... They are authenticity, faith, and again, we could always put faith at the top, but there's no particular order, love, adventure, and meaningful work. 
again, we talked about KDA and these Kilimanjaro and Guatemala being adventure and meaningful work, and that's right aligned with my values. So when Kilimanjaro came across my desk as an email, I have to say yes. This is this is my year. I'm saying yes. Do you have yours? So I was looking at mine. I have actually six. I think I didn't listen. Okay. And I did no, that's six okay. instead of five. That's okay. But I had faith, friendships, justice, kindness, knowledge, and love. And then I had other ones that I thought were kind of incorporated in, in faith, for example, religion, spirituality, wisdom. Uh, another one I, I listed was loyalty. There, there's so many values to choose from. Yeah. And that, that podcast was extremely good. So I encourage if you did not listen to that one, go back. Yes, uh, after I spoke couple on of shows Wednesday. Again. And again, I, I sort of pushed everybody to the value, the women in the room at the business thing. And I had multiple women come up and say, oh, I want the values work. I want to do it. And I said, it's, it lives. These podcasts live forever. And that, that information is just so important. So, all right. We've established values. We've told you ours. That is the root. Now we're going to dig in to the next step of that and making sure that your priorities are in line with your values. And... Should I go into my story where, where mine really got skewed? Sure, sure, absolutely. Okay. Let's go back to what would have been on the podcast, season one and two. And if you go back and, and or you have been following this journey, you know that all of those seasons, this long bio of everything that I was doing was read at the top of the shows. And what we read, Derek read and, and producer Mike read as, as the show leads, was three paragraphs long. Lita is an interior designer. She's been doing it for this long. She's doing this country club. She's got the status market. We have an online store. We have a blog. She has a podcast. She has you know multiple retail stores. It was just on and on and on and on. And it was all happening. All of that. And then some. But what's not in that bio is I'm a mom. And at the time I was a single mom. And what was going on behind the scenes was sheer exhaustion. She, I just always use the I'm a hamster on a wheel, the to-do list gets longer, the stress is mounting, there's zero health care in this, for me, health, you know, healthy habits, healthy living. I did a lot of health shows because I felt like I was gaining weight and cortisol. I mean, there was just all these things that I was suffering from because all the work success, all the status success, because that was the name. I had four LLCs. The word status was in all of them, including this podcast. And in full transparency, I was very reluctant to even do this podcast because I had so much on my plate. And I just kept saying, yes, yes, this is important. Yes, this is, yes, I'll take on this client. Yes, we'll do this at the store. Yes, we'll open a design center. Yes, I'll hire more designers. I mean, everything just kept growing. And that's not a bad thing to happen when you're in business. And I do want to stress that because there's a lot of entrepreneurs that follow me. And yes, you're trying to reach some level of success. But for me, it was too much, too fast. And I kept saying yes. And a great example of this is when our status originally opened, this is my 13,000 square foot store in Metro Atlanta. And I decided that I wanted to be closed on Sundays. That was my day. That was going to be my family day, my day to shut it down. And within a few months of the store being opened, we were coming on the Christmas season. And one of my vendors was a dear friend. And she asked if she could work on Saturday because she wanted to transform her booth into Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I get that. That's a full, you know, you don't want customers walking through. Well, she called me 
about an hour after the store had been open. And she was very like, oh my gosh, you know, just that excitable. And she said, nine people, nine customers have come and, and shaken the door and knocked and tried to get in and shop. You were losing so much money by being closed on Sundays. So what did I do? By the following Sunday, I was now open on Sundays. And I knew that my staff was going to not be so happy <laughs> about that. That was their day off too. And I had a lot of moms and really anybody that worked there was just going to be very working on Sunday very begrudgingly, which builds resentment, which is what you don't want in your company. So I took Sunday. Oh, we're only open from 12 to 5. I'll take it. So I left my children with nannies and dad and grandparents and anybody who wanted to keep them on a Sunday, missed church, missed family time, and went to work. So ultimately, I made a priority choice to leave my core values, which are faith, love, you know, family goes right in there, meaningful work, and... Instead of spending that day with my family, I spent my Sundays at Status. And so I think, you know, I, I just, everything went out of whack. And it really spiraled from there. Because that day of rest, that day of being with them, that day of shutting the store down, not having the phone ring, not putting out fires, it would have meant a lot. And it probably would have sustained me as a person a lot longer. I might not have gone into burnout quite as fast sure. as I did because I had so much on my plate. I, yes, and I want to continue this conversation because there's so much more to get into with priorities and also habits. But before we do that, we need to take a quick commercial break. But I want to remind everyone that Status Life with Lita is sponsored by Five Strands Affordable Testing. Gain personalized insights on how your body interacts with your diet and lifestyle patterns. All they need is five strands of hair, and you'll receive personalized results to help you reach your health and wellness goals. Visit fivestrands.com. That's the number five, strands.com, to learn more. Tired of experiencing bloating, eczema, diarrhea, or weight problems? Get to the root cause of your dietary discomforts with Five Strands Affordable Testing. No need to schedule time off work. Just collect and send in five strands of your hair to see how intolerant your body is responding to over 600 common food items. Intolerance reactions are not life-threatening like allergies, but are responsible for most daily discomforts. Achieve your dietary and lifestyle goals by visiting fivestrands.com and ordering your at-home collection kit today. Hello, everyone. As a listener of the Status Life with Lita podcast, you already know I'm attorney Derek Hayes. I've been practicing law in the state of Georgia now for over 26 years. My firm specializes in cases involving personal injury, catastrophic injury, nursing home abuse, and any other situation where someone was injured by the negligence of others. As I've said before, if insurance companies ever resolve claims the way they should, I'd be out of a job. But I'm not worried about that happening. Did you know insurance adjusters are trained to pay you as little as possible to protect their company's bottom line? They say they're genuinely concerned about you, but really the goal is to settle the claim with you for far less money than you deserve. My job is to make sure they pay the full value of your claim and nothing less. You can speak directly with me by calling my office at 404-777-HURT, visit my website at DerekMHayes.com, or check out my social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to catch my podcast, Injury Insider with Derek Hayes, wherever you enjoy your favorite podcast. I look forward to speaking with you. And we're back. Before we took the break, you were telling the story about the store and opening on Sundays and the priorities. We were discussing that. But I do want to go ahead and give the definition of priorities. 
And this is what you gave me. It says a priority is defined as an established right to a certain higher degree of importance or precedence. In other words, something is more important than something else. And that is a priority. You know, I give this story, but it really comes with a lot of guilt. I mean, I say it and I don't mind putting it out there because it's such a a teaching lesson and I just don't mind getting vulnerable but it still hurt. Like I say it with such heaviness. This is not a good thing. This is not a good thing that I, I opened and, and made a little extra money. I really needed to be with my family and I needed it for me too. And I, and I chose the wrong thing. I have one more priority story that, Tell it. well, this one really involves you. You were, you were, you weren't in my life. We hadn't met yet when I made that Sunday decision mm-hmm. to open the store and maybe you would have swayed me to not open on Sundays <laughs> had you been in my life. But the one that you definitely had to walk through with me was when we found out it was between Christmas and New Year's of 2021 uh, okay. when the lease, it was time to re-sign the lease on the big store. We did not own the space. It was in a shopping center. And the numbers for the big store came back, and they were astronomical. It was just a completely different rent price than I knew the store could afford. And I was letting Derek handle the negotiations as an attorney. You know, there was an attorney representing the property manager, as there is. These attorneys are just on staff. And so he and I were just in this negotiation, and it came back, and it was disappointing, um, to say the least. Mm-hmm. It was sad that it was unattainable for the store. I knew the numbers, and I just knew you never want to start each month in the red. I never wanted to be chasing customers and chasing a sale. I mean, you want to talk about stress. If you have a rainy week or a slow month or a slow quarter, and you need those sales just to break even, I mean, it you just can't. That's just bad business. And so the decision was made. We were going to talk to the vendors and talk to the employees. Well, I agonized over this. I felt a, a very deep responsibility and personal connection to all my employees, all my staff, all my vendors. And so much so, the disappointment in me was so great. I blocked off 30 to 45 minutes to an hour of time to tell each one of them individually. And when I got off every single phone call, I was physically sick. Like I absolutely took this to heart and maybe I could say as any good business owner does, but do you remember? I mean, I I would talk to you at lunchtime and I would be sick and I would say, I can't make another call. I can't do this, but yet they all have to know. And I had to tell them all before they could tell each other. And I would say, please don't tell someone. So I I want the opportunity to talk to them. I want to tell everyone what's going on. I wanted to, you know, make sure everyone was going to be good, you know, that we'll try to find another space or they can come work in, in the Watkinsville store, which was our small boutique store. Like I just wanted to hold everybody together in such a way that the level of disappointment wasn't there. Okay. But what ended up happening was also very eye-opening because I agonized over this. I made all these difficult conversations. I made myself physically sick. I was taking migraine medicine around the clock. And we had our joint bachelor. We're older, so you can do a joint bachelor and bachelorette party, right? Mm -hmm. We went to... Biloxi. Right. Okay. So we go to Biloxi. 
and I am absolutely miserable. Now, Biloxi was planned long before we knew the store was going to close. This was not supposed... I did not want it to happen this way. And I it was tried, all around Valentine's Day. I know. I tried to cancel Biloxi. I basically sat on the floor in my suitcase crying the night before we had to leave. I didn't want to go celebrate and, and have fun when this dread of closing the store was on me. Mm -hmm. Remember, you called my I best do. friend. You, had, you were like, I don't know how I'm going to get her there. She's, she's sad. And my agony was everyone else. My agony was everyone else's disappointment. And so I'm going to wrap this story up and say that we went, I cried all the way to Biloxi. I called some business mentors of mine just to, to tell me everything was going to be okay. I needed that. Poor Derek just had to deal with me sitting in the car, just talking this through, you know, giving me the reassurance that he will. But I felt bad for my friends who had put so much into that trip and, and wanted to celebrate me and Derek and all the guys were there. And it was this great weekend. And yet my prioritization of everyone else was overshadowing my celebration. And to this day, all right, that was two years ago? Two years ago. We're right at it. None of those people are in my life. Well, no. To clarify, the people from Biloxi are in our lives. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, the store. My right. people, my friends, yeah. my sister friends, and the guys in the wedding. We, you know, everyone was married, and those people are absolutely a constant. I, I talk to m those people, my family friends, every day, every other day, and we were with them constantly. But the people that I was agonizing, agonizing, ruined my weekend, so sad, made myself sick for a week. Those people are gone. Those people are not in my life. My priorities were so out of whack. It should have been my celebration. It should have been my new husband. It should have been enjoying all this. This was our weekend together. It was completely out of whack. And I'm sorry about that. No, it's, well, I do remember vividly the, the conversations, the prayers, the deep thought, the mentor advice, as you said, you sought out from several people. Uh, it was all, of course, the timing was never good, but right around... Valentine's Day mm -hmm. and the trip, but extremely difficult. And some of those that were uh, very close to you there in the store, the vendors and others, were invited to the wedding, and yeah. some didn't didn't Most. even make it a priority. Most did not even show up the night we got married. We had a very small handful of these people that I had agonized over. And what really sent me into a spiral was some of these people said they were coming and didn't show so we ended up paying we, we for them. For them. Right. We paid exactly. dearly. Yes. And that was very upsetting that, you know, you didn't even have the courtesy. Some of these people I've never spoken to again. Never. And it stings. But yet it opened my eyes to my priorities. And the fact that when I went through burnout, we've done multiple shows about that. When I came out of this and I healed, and I will say it's not instant Burnout took me almost a year, and I wasn't sedimentary for a year. This podcast has lived. I work at the law firm. I'm the director of marketing for Derek Hayes Law. I love it. I for, love for being who? there. <laughs> my sponsor and my host, Derek yeah. Hayes Law, uh, personal injury attorney. If anyone needs one, um, but I, but I do. I love it. Uh, it's a good role for me. I love doing marketing. I love going to the events. I love doing the shaking hands. I love being a part of the firm and, and helping be the face of the firm and, and the community involvement. I love it, okay? But that's a good role for me, but that also sets my priorities. It sets it in support. It sets it in a way that uh, I know that I will never find that level of disappointment again. I'm never putting too much in other people. I'm putting it in the right people that are aligned. So, 
So anyway, but it, it took time. It took time to figure all that out. So. You want to talk about the final word? We've talked about values. We've talked yeah. about priorities. You want okay. to talk now about habits? I've given two pretty strong examples of how my priorities were out of whack. And I hope that you guys are still listening to yours. If you've got your top three priorities, how have my stories, you know, when someone tells a story, you're actually internalizing it. You're listening, but you're internalizing how that story affects you, which is why I'm doing this. So are you internalizing what your priorities are and how they may be skewed? Because ultimately, your priorities lead your values. My values never changed, but I wasn't leading with them. I was leading with success. I was leading with achievement. I was leading with everybody else's career. You know, everyone that I'm talking about, my vendors, my employees, they were successful under me. There was a commission package, and there was interior designers getting jobs, and there were carpenters, and there were vendors with great sales under my store. I know, and I'm not saying this in arrogance, I know that I'm a good leader. I articulate, I try to, you know, do a lot of, uh, we did a lot of corporate training. I mean, we just did a lot. We did a lot as a group. We did a lot of team building. I mean, I, I love these things as a component, and I really make people a part of the vision. I let my staff make decisions, and yet, when it came down to it, I prioritized, prioritized all their careers over mine. So now, what's the big question? The how. Mm-hmm. How do these decisions on a daily basis shape your priorities and shape your values? As you're talking, I'm thinking about all the values that I listed and everybody that's listened to the podcast and pulled out the list of values and, and determined what theirs were. Again, when you were trying to make those align with your priorities, it sounds difficult, but it's got to be the focus. It it's got to be. be the focus. All right, let's talk about the how. So, but, but that's the word. Right. You just said that. That's the how. So the how is the daily habits that you set that become your priorities. All right? This is a big chain of everything. Okay. So we're going to put Derek in the hot seat. <laughs> I've been in the hot seat for priorities. Okay? But this is habits. We've done a lot of shows on, oh, with the nutrition and then this and then that. Come on, Derek. I'm going to read the definition of habit. We'll start with that. This is what you gave me. A habit is any behavior or action that you engage in regularly, often without conscious thought. These routines can range from having your morning coffee as soon as you get up or to the office to brushing your teeth just before going to bed. Absolutely. Habits are self-care. Do you shower every day? Do you shower at night? Do you shower in the morning? Um, What's your habits? Do you sleep with a sound machine? I mean, all these little things that you do with and without thinking about it, these make up your habits. But if you set your habits, your daily habits, everybody has this big picture. Like, oh, I want to make this amount of money, or I want to lose this amount of weight, or I want to gain this amount of weight. I have friends, you know, with opposite problems. I don't sleep enough. I need better sleep habits, right? We hear all these things. I need better nutrition. It, it, a lot of this does fall into self-care, but your goals, everything falls into this. So... To me, I personally, doing this 365-day deep dive, I decided that a habit tracker is the best way to go. And I built one, and I came up with one, and it should be linked in my social media. I will double-check this after the show. And if it is not, I will have it linked shortly. I have to go to my link tree and attach it. But for me, I set what my priorities are going to be. So the habits are the small things that will lead me to the priorities that will stay in line with my values. So my habit tracker at the top 
It is very important to me. We're doing a lot of remodeling. So everything for over a year has been complete chaos at the house. And I cannot think it stresses me out. The garage is a mess. The basement's a mess. Again, it's construction, but it makes everything else much more cluttered. We've done multiple shows on decluttering. So I'm not going into that. All I'm telling you is that it makes me a better person when my home is in order. So on my habit tracker, it is clean or declutter something for 30 minutes a day. That's what, just 30 minutes. I, do a drawer, do the pantry, laundry, help my kids, whatever it means, 30 minutes a day, okay? And I track it. What's my next one? Workout. Oh, yes. I love to work out. And Working I've been training, out. so that to me has become very, very natural. We also, we talked about the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I Just last night I was tired. I'd been in a retreat all weekend, but he needed to walk, and, and so 30 minutes. Exactly. I was gone for 30 minutes, got, got some steps in. I'm not a step counter, but I enjoy the fresh air, the nature, uh, and I got that workout in. Reading. I know. I set a prior. well, it's not a priority. I set a habit of a book a week. But if I don't track that habit, that'll never happen. Yeah, that's that'll a tough never one. happen. Because so. time is an element with that. It takes time to sit. Time is the biggest element in all this. Sure. Having enough time. Yes, I, I agree. Meditate. Which is meditate, pray. It should be a slash. Maybe I'll add that to it. Um, I just, it's quiet time. Um, you know, a lot of, uh, I, I have a lot of friends and sometimes their meditation is being in the word. You know, people like to read their Bible. Um, to me, it's just quiet time. It, however I want to spend it. 30 minutes in solace. Maybe it's only 10 minutes, but I need to be accountable every day because I want to keep this in the bathroom, which is a room I go in and out of, right, from my closet. It's just a and it's also private. This is a room that no one else is in. It's not like it's in the kitchen and the kids' friends are seeing it. This is just mine. This is where I keep it. Um, healthy eating is next, and that's for me. That's for my family. That's just holding me accountable to not eat Taco Bell five days a week. Okay. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, we, we we stay away from know, fast food a lot. We, we don't do right. very much fast food, and then sleep is the final one. And that's bigger for you. That's a tremendous hurdle for me is to sleep well and sleep for a long period. I'm of time. I'm a phenomenal sleeper. Yes, you are. Yes, you absolutely are. From the uh, the movie Christmas Vacation, driving a dump truck through a nitroglycerin. I can do plant. it. It, it would not never you been up. an issue for me. I no. can close my eyes anywhere at any time, and I can be asleep within thirty seconds. I'm one of those. That I'm lucky to truly get anywhere from three and a half to five and a half hours a night. Perfect example of this. I was out of town all weekend, and he was so excited to sleep. He said, "I'm going to sleep in. I don't have to set an alarm." You <laughs> for Saturday slept morning, maybe four hours a night per Probably. night. And you didn't feel good last night. He had a bad headache, and you do seem better today. I yes, will say, yes, from what. But yeah, so he's like, I don't sleep good when you're not here. I'm like, that's not a thing. Go to sleep. I slept <laughs> well, great, and I was away from you. I did have a hundred pound dog sharing the bed with me that was uh, anything but calm. I can snuggle <laughs> with him. He's fine for me. That's because you don't sleep. I don't even notice. He's uh, like, the dog gets up and gets down. Go to sleep. Yeah. Go to sleep. Then at 6 a.m. when the dog decided he wanted to wake up, he wanted to make sure I woke up too. Okay, well, let's break this down. Here are things. I have repeatedly asked Derek to please stop drinking water past 7 p.m. We've had a registered nurse on this show that said that a big part of the reason you say you have to get up is because you have to go to the bathroom. And she says, you're so dehydrated, you're chugging water at night. Because you don't drink enough water during the day. And he was like, I drink water. No, you don't. No, you don't. You have a bottle. I don't ever see you drink it. 
Yeah, look at this little <laughs> tiny thing. He's had like two sips. Okay, he has a bad habit. He drinks all of his daily intake later at night because he's so thirsty and then he can't sleep because he has to get up and go to the bathroom three to four times. Horrible habit, okay? You're going to get a habit tracker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay? I'm looking at your habit tracker. I know. I think it's cleaning Mike the Mike over there shaking his head. Minutes. Yeah, they're so yeah. similar. Anyway, the, the next bad habit I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell on Derek Mike, is... Mike, you want to change trade seats for a minute? He <laughs> constantly... And it's not during... It's because you're not on your phone all day. I get that. He will read the news. He will check an email. He loves to play words with friends. That's his wind down. Okay, there's nothing wrong with this. But he's looking at a blue light right before he goes to bed. And that's a bad habit. And you're falling asleep looking at your phone. I'm saying turn it off. You're literally the receptors in your brain and in your eye. You're keeping them awake. You're not letting them rest. And look, look at his face. He knows. Those of you you on Instagram can see. Um, So anyways, Derek has bad habits. Again, these are not abnormal. No, they're, they're not. No. I'm sure most women listening to this are saying, or the guys, we have a lot of men, yeah. you know, followers on this show. I understand. I can pick these out and say, I have healthier sleep habits. I don't look at a phone right before I go to bed. I drink so much water with my one kidney during the day. I'm really adamant about not drinking anything after dinner. Okay, so I naturally have better habits. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm saying I have better sleep habits. Okay, drink your water, Derek. (laughs) Okay, anyway. Take this quick break for a sip of water. We can explain the good ones and we can explain the bad ones. But I hope I'm really telling you that, yes, we can pick all these apart. We can talk about what they mean. But in in a big way, we've got to run through really quick the, is that five? One, two, three, four, five. There's five big bullet points to why your habits are important to set your good habits and I can't stress enough once you set your habits your sheets right there yeah I got it once you set your habits the priorities will be in a line the values will be in a line and that's where you're going to find the balance truly I have done it I have done this work use me as an example okay because I stripped it all away one of the stores we lost to a fire, one of the stores we lost the lease. So that took retail off my plate. I've made a very conscious decision. I'm not doing interior design right now. I'm not taking on clients. I've set my priorities in alignment with my values, but I've got to track these habits to make sure it all works. Okay. All right. What's the first one? We're going to wrap this up. Don't leave us just yet. This is the how. First one is efficiency and automation. Yeah. And habits allow us to perform tasks automatically freeing up our cognitive resources for other activities. For instance, driving to work or, tri- uh, for, or tying your shoelaces becomes second nature because of habitual repetition. Absolutely. Habitual repetition. If you need my habit tracker, if you need any habit tracker, that's where it puts it. Repetition. Because you're not going to make a habit a priority without repetition. You may eat, you may, Mondays, everybody eats good on a Monday. Right. You blow it out on a Monday. You're not drinking on a Monday. And then by Thursday night, you're opening a bottle of wine or you're eating out. It's like, especially if you're not tracking it, if you've got to be accountable, whether it's an app or a habit tracker, it's going to make those habits a priority. So that's really important. Efficiency and automation. Consistency. I think that's the no-brainer. Yeah, that, right? that one. Correct. Yes. The consistent, more consistent you are with those habits, the more they become subconscious you, you just automatically do it 
If I only exercise on Monday and Tuesday, yes, that's beneficial, but it's not as beneficial as if I'm consistent and I exercise five to seven days a week. Even if it's just a walk, it's just consistent. All of you with dogs, you should be the most consistent people. Those dogs have to walk, right? Walk it. Consistent. (laughs) Especially a big lab, a 100-pound lab. He's huge. All right, health and wellness. uh, Certain habits promote physical health, Mm -hmm. Uh, whether it's working out, as she said, walking, getting your steps in, those kinds of things, which um, has to be a priority after it becomes a habit. Yeah. What if you weren't brushing your teeth? What if that wasn't your habit? You'd have bad and gross mouth. If you're not eating well, you're going to gain weight. I mean, all the things, stress, you know, work stress. Some of these seem like they're common sense and yet we don't do them. So I'm here yelling at you saying, (laughs) track your habits, set them to set your priorities. Those top three things that we led the show with, do it. All right. Mental well-being, again, sounds like common sense, but very, very important. Habits of mind, such as positive self-talk, maintaining a gratitude journal. That's so sweet. You journal all the time. I do, but I'm a, yes, that's how I process, though. I'm a writer. Uh, That definitely influences our mental health. These patterns shape our thought processes and emotional responses. Sure. Social interaction, social and communication habits uh, impact our relationships, Active listening, empathizing, and using someone's name when you meet them are examples of beneficial social habits. We didn't go through, and we don't have time, we're wrapping up the show here, but um, one of my habits that I set is each week I have lunch or dinner with one either business colleague, new person in my life, or a friend or old friend. So, you know, you have those friends that you see Create all the, the time. That's sure. that's the people that, you know, our, our bridal party that we were talking about we went to Biloxi with. I would absolutely drop anything if any one of those people needed me or, or wanted to do dinner, and that's great. But I've been reaching out to old friends, people that I haven't seen in a long time, old connections, mm-hmm. and really making it a point to, to stay connected. Even and new I, ones. Yeah, anybody. Again, I just love connections. So to me, that's an important habit. I set my week and I look at and I say, okay, I've got dinner Thursday night or I've got lunch so-and-so. Everybody gets time and it's important. And, I, and again, it just keeps, it keeps my, my friends close. Finally, productivity. Productivity habits help manage time and achieve goals. Uh, creating a to-do list or prioritizing task falls into this category. So I think of the to-do list. I start every day. We, we had the conversation on the way here. When I sit down at the uh, office on a Monday, especially, I'll set my to-do list for the day, but also two for the entire week. And there are times when I look at that list and think, well, I only checked one or two off, but I've added seven more. Do you know the quadrant system? The prioritizing the quadrant system? I think I'm about to learn it. No, we don't have time. We're going to save that, okay? The quadrant system was taught to me by a dear friend, Mike Eidenberg. I will give him a shout out. He did a ton of my corporate training for status. This was really life-changing for me. It's where you put, you, you take four different quadrants and everything gets prioritized. Is this just, is this have to be done right now? Is this something that can be done? You know, it, it, it's a whole thing. And you can Google it. Okay. Um, but again, we don't have time to go into it. But when you really look at your day in four sections, this has to be done by five o'clock. You prioritize, prioritize. You prioritize that. These are just things like I need a propane tank for my fire table. Like that's, <laughs> yes, we do. That goes on yeah. house. That that can be done anytime this week or this weekend. But it's not. It to me, all of it gets garbled. If it's one mm-hmm. list, 
What do I need to do by the end of the day? What are the phone calls I need to make? What are the emails? And emails and phone calls that aren't top of, they need to be done and they need to be looked at, but that's a whole different quadrant. It's a whole thing, yeah. and it's mind-blowing. We'll have to go into that at some point. Well, I hate to wrap it up, but it is time. We it have is to go time. Ahead and wrap it up is now. time. I really hope you guys learned a lot. This is just something that is so life-changing. I've been speaking on it. I've been teaching it. I'm here to give you the priority podcast today. And, and again, you have to, to talk about your habits. But I just love this information because I know what it's done for me. And you need to take it into um, your own life. You yes. need a habit tracker. Yes, I actually, I do. And, and one more side note, another shout out to our sponsor. Ah. Create a habit based on your five strands mm-hmm. results as to what you eat on a daily basis and the foods you stray away from. Five strands will help you learn about your intolerances for certain foods. It's not allergies. There's a big difference. It's more intolerance where your body has a difficult time processing whatever food it may be. And the, the detail report is amazing. Uh, so I encourage you, go to Five Strands, oh, the number five, strands.com. The coupon code is Lita, L-E-T-A, 10. 10 for 10% off. So absolutely use that. Go back to the podcast. Austin of Five Strands was on recently. You want to talk about habits. Yeah. He's very disciplined yeah. with what he eats, he, grounding. We learned all about that. I mean, yeah, there are people out there, you know, teaching this stuff and doing it. We're going to have Austin on in a couple more shows because I think there's a big male component. You know, I think especially looking at Derek and and um, where his habits fall short. And then you have somebody like Austin who leads his life with his habits. I think that's really important. I'm learning all this and I kind of take what Austin says and run with it, but <laughs> there's a lot that maybe need that push. So we're going to get there. We're going to keep on with this, uh, with this information. All right. One final, I said that a second ago, but go ahead and stay with uh, status life with Lita on Instagram. Follow the story on Kilimanjaro. Again, a reminder, she leaves a week from tomorrow to start that trek. Follow it all the way through. It's going to be an amazing journey, life changing. I'm sure euphoric is the word that, I think that that she stuck with from Guatemala, and I think this may even be on that same level, if not more. So definitely follow that, stay up with it, and she'll Thank keep you. you posted. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks to all of our listeners. I'm just in it. I'm yeah. just glowing. Yeah. Well, thank you again very much for joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by Business Radio X, Derek Hayes Law, and Five Strands Affordable Testing. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and Lita's Instagram, Status Life with Lita, so you don't miss any upcoming shows. This program and all the other shows are available in your favorite podcast apps. Until next time, for Lita Brooks-Hayes, I'm Derek Hayes, and you're listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X.